Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Saturday, August 12th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. France has launched a manslaughter investigation following a fire at a home for disabled adults that resulted in the deaths of 11 individuals. The tragic incident occurred in Vincenheim and claimed the lives of 10 adults and one accompanying person. The property owner promptly alerted authorities about the fire. This fire is the deadliest in France since August 2016. A preliminary investigation has been initiated for involuntary manslaughter, aggravated by a breach of safety regulations. In other news, gunmen suspected to be members of the Islamic State ambushed a bus carrying Syrian soldiers, resulting in the deaths of at least 20 individuals and leaving others wounded. The attack occurred on a desert road near the town of Mayadeen in Deir el-Zur province. Despite their defeat in 2019, the Islamic State continues to carry out deadly attacks through sleeper cells. It is too early to determine if these attacks signify a resurgence by the extremist group. Last week, the Islamic State announced the death of its leader in Syria. Meanwhile, a Democratic congressional delegation is facing criticism for a trip to Israel that was funded by the lobbying group, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee. Critics argue that this trip provides political cover to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who has faced demonstrations against his government's power grab. The delegation's visit has raised concerns about the party's alignment with IPAC, which has endorsed the re-election campaigns of over 100 Republican members of Congress. Denmark's defense minister has dismissed the permanent secretary of state in his ministry following criticism of the handling of an artillery arms purchase from Israel. The ministry rushed the parliament's finance committee to approve the purchase, but the offer had already expired at the end of June. Denmark has committed to increasing defense spending and will allocate 143 billion crowns to defense over the next 10 years. In another development, Britain is evacuating 39 asylum seekers from a barge after discovering dangerous bacteria in the water system. The government had intended for the barge to accommodate up to 500 adult males and is conducting further assessments to determine if the men exhibit symptoms of Legionnaire's disease. This action comes as part of the government's efforts to reduce the cost of housing asylum seekers. The Home Office has stated that no individuals on board have shown symptoms of Legionella. Moving on to Argentina, the country is facing an anticipated monthly inflation rate of 7.1% for July, posing challenges ahead of key elections. Argentina currently grapples with one of the highest inflation rates in the world. The government has implemented measures to boost exports and restrict imports in an attempt to address economic challenges. Analysts predict a difficult outlook for prices in the coming months due to economic uncertainty and fiscal imbalances. Meanwhile, Taiwan's vice president is undertaking a low-key visit to the United States to reassure voters and Washington that he will be a reliable leader if elected. This visit is likely to provoke an escalation of Chinese military flights and naval maneuvers near Taiwan.
Beijing considers Taiwan as Chinese territory and has concerns about potential conflict. The vice president does not have plans for major speeches or meetings with prominent members of Congress, but aims to reassure Taiwanese voters. In financial news, Dubai's stock market experienced an increase due to higher oil prices, while Abu Dhabi's market was weighed down by lender FAB. Forecasts of demand growth from OPEC and the International Energy Agency boosted oil prices, leading to a rise in Dubai's main share index. However, Abu Dhabi's benchmark index declined due to decreases in the country's largest lenders. Lastly, the UN Human Rights Office has expressed concern about the forced repatriation of North Koreans from China and other countries. Rights groups have criticized the UN for its unacceptable silence on this issue. These groups have warned that repatriations could increase if North Korea eases border restrictions following the COVID-19 shutdown. The UN Human Rights Office has been urged to address this matter. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.